What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of IFTV. We got the crew here. Only Marco's missing. Thank God. <laughs> Anto's here, and of course, Peter and Gaetano. Up, I feel guys? like we didn't do a podcast, and I don't know how long. I feel like it's been months, but we are back. The Azzurri are winning. Top of the table. Two straight wins. Didn't concede any goals. Six goals in two games. Mancini's doing incredible. If you guys saw the live streams that we did, we did we've done a few, and we're gonna do tomorrow too. We're gonna see who'll be available. But guys, first reactions. First of all, I didn't think they come off to a flying start like this. I did not expect six goals. I expected three, maybe four goals, and they didn't concede a single goal. Just for Anto hasn't isn't surprised because he already said oh, Italy's gonna win it. They're the favorites. So Anto. I said three what? nothing the first game and I got it no, right. I, and I said three nothing the second game and I got it right. That, that's what I'm saying. Anto, for you, it's not a surprise. No. Me. Even the goals. This ain't even the goals. team that we played the garbage. So there is no. Well, why should we be surprised? I mean, uh, you playing against garbage, you gotta win. Okay. Well, how about you guys? Is there any surprise for you guys that the display they? they yeah. No, saw? I was. Uh, yeah, I was surprised. I didn't think they were gonna win three nothing mm. against uh, Turkey. And uh, I mean. I know that they could have won the game, but uh, usually we don't score that many goals. Exactly. Italy doesn't score that many goals. But this is a different mentality. It's a different team. Mancini's brought some some uh, different ideas. We are playing at the 4-3-3, which probably we never uh, played before. Is see if this is okay, if everybody can see this. Yeah. So... Well, I said it from the beginning, right? That uh, I liked uh, the Chiellini Bonucci. Mm. So um, the Chiellini Bonucci, even though Chiellini in the second game may get hurt, uh, and then Acerbi came in, he did a good job, he did a solid job. But, uh, you know, no goals Conceded. with them. And in the midfield, the only doubt that we had was uh, Locatelli, which. Uh, uh, because of Aratti got hurt, Locatelli came uh, through, and he came through big time. I mean, the guy scores goals, he gives the assist. Uh, on, you know, he does everything. So he's doing he's doing very well. Uh, and then uh, the big question mark was, uh, is Immobile going to be able to score any goal? Is Insigne going to be able to have the assist? I have seen uh, going forwards, Insigne is a little bit... Uh, I don't know, timid, you know, he, he gets the ball and he always goes this way and he goes this way. I would like him to get the ball here and go inside the, the area and, and get a penalty or, you know, because he can he can beat this man, but very rarely he is here and he beats his man. He's here and he passes the ball here. The good thing that um, the Berardi is doing also... He's the best player, Berardi. He's Berardi been doing very good. He's, you know, he's nice assist. He goes down the line. So Berardi is doing very well. But I think uh, even though Insigne, he hasn't done much offensively, he does uh, uh, play defensively. So yeah, he tracks back. Yeah, so he tracks back. So when they are like this, Immobile is here, Berardi is here, as soon as they lose the ball... He will come back here, he will come back here, and he will come back here. So defensively, they're doing a very good job, and they're keeping the, the team close. Uh, because if you stay here, and you stay here, and you stay here... There's a lot of gaps. There's a, there's a big gap here in the and middle, you and you give a chance for the other team to play here. So, But once sure. you drop this way, and you do this uh, defensive work, now uh, they only have a smaller... Uh, portion of the field to play with. They can play here. They're not going to score from here, but unless you're shake. But if you're here, you know, then um, yeah. they're doing a good job. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty um, I'm pretty happy the I'm way impressed. things are going. Yes, right. Peter, how about you? Oh, Overall, for sure. I think Italy, you know, versus a Turkey versus uh, Switzerland, you expect them to be able to win the game, and they should win the game. But I think it's the way that they've won it, as Gaetano highlighted it, where you have two 3-0 results. Italy never scored three goals in the Euros. They did it twice. Um, you know, I always like to see when you don't let in a goal. That's a, a true telling of a good team. And then lastly, I think it's the way Italy plays. When, you know, they, they've been playing a lot quicker than what we're used to watching. You see Spinazzola, who's been 
amazing Incredible. on the left side, but then also how they win the ball back. They lose the ball, and they win the ball back very quickly. They do a great job at pressing. They do a great job of closing the gaps. You have a master mind in the midfield with uh, Jorginho, and like Gaetano said, Locatelli has, has stepped up, and at times you can play the doppio regista role. And, um, you know, you have guys that could come off the bench that, sh that could arguably be starters, Chiesa and, and Verratti. So you have a really nice group. And I think that's what all the Italian players and, and the Italian media, everyone's been talking about the group, the group. We're very solid, we're very close. Um, and even when coming down to, you know, Chiellini, unfortunately, you know, gets injured. Acerbi comes in and he does a solid job. So we have the players. Now I want to see when the going gets tough, what reaction we get. Because that's always important. You know, usually, you know, you don't get to play the way that we've played the last two games. So this third game, I think, is going to be interesting uh, test. Um, they already qualified Italy, which is great. But you want that first position. And then also, you want to see maybe some other guys coming in. Belotti, Chiesa maybe gets a start. Verratti maybe gets a start. Um, so all in all, I'm excited. I'm happy. And then I think this Italy team can compete with the best. Mm. Yeah. All right. And uh, Anto, I, 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 you feel like you know, you don't know one of my my opinion. No, I was gonna say I feel like you would uh, almost don't have nothing on because I feel like you no, no, have no, plenty he takes the the man one on one. He has the one that has produced most of the assist for the for the scores that we we, we made number one, and then uh, he's he's not afraid of anybody. Berardi to me technically has got miles and miles and miles on uh, um, uh, the, the other Juventus uh, guy on Chiesa number one, and plus uh, on the other guy over there, Bernardeschi. Bernardeschi shouldn't even be on the Italian national team. But nevertheless, let's let's analyze what's what's there. The only thing that, as I said before, the, the staff, mm -hmm. Peter said, when when the going is going to get tough, get, get tough with what? The only the only the only weird position that we are not covering is uh, the, the Bonucci and Chiellini. Those are the only two major question marks that I have personally. And uh, since they lost one step, not half a step, I'm afraid that it, it might not pay the high dividends that we were wishing to to have. But having said that, with all due respect, okay, Pete. We have uh, 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 the other guy on the bench, the, the, the Lazio defender. What's his name again? Acerbi. Uh, Acerbi can, uh, can do the job. And Bastoni. Bastoni. And we have Di Lorenzo too. So uh, take, even though, you know, Acerbi and Bastoni, they can, do the, they can take over Bonucci Toloi. and Chiellini. Toloi. 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 So, Verratti is not needed because we got Barella. We got Giorginio. We got uh, uh, we have Locatelli. We got plenty over there. Plus, Berardi is not, it's, it's, a, right. a, it's a midfielder. It's a midfielder, una mezza punta. So Berardi can do everything. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we've been scoring with the midfielders, that tells you a lot, okay? So uh, we, we're not relying on, not the, on the striker. Belotti, if he's needed, is going to come in. But uh, like on a game like this, I would put him in. But, uh, uh, but Ver a, Verratti can give uh, some... Uh, he cannot shoot on the goal. Verratti can just Verratti add to the midfield. Verratti can give some... Uh, uh, downtime to all the midfield, Barella, anybody definitely. to the midfield yeah, because some Barella. of these guys are banked up. I yeah. think Barella went out, yeah. he was banked up, so he could play for Barella, he could or play Giorginio. for Locatelli. Even but, Giorginio, yeah. Yeah. So, so, anybody that is banked up and needs a half a game or to rest, you know, right. Verratti can do the job. I mean, everyone, uh, for the most part, they're, uh, they're actually not for the most part, it was kind of split. We actually posted something on uh, our social media mm. saying. When Verratti's healthy, which is going to be tomorrow, but tomorrow is going to be more of a, a little bit of exper experimental game, since uh, they most likely qualified and uh, Mancini's doing a little switches for rotation. Um, the question was, when Verratti's 100% healthy, do you now sit down Locatelli and put him in the midfield, who he's been experienced for the past few years without Zuri, or do you want to ride this out? Let me pick you on this one here, yeah. Pete, and then you go. First of all, the fact that we don't even need Verratti. We don't even need Verratti right now. He's been placed on the bench and nobody's demanding that Verratti plays. Before Verratti was, oh, Verratti, Verratti, Verratti. Uh -huh. Verratti right now, if it's not, not even part of the squad, nobody's going to miss him because we have a lot of quantity and quality on the midfield. Okay, the names over there that we have, they're not stupid names. Yeah. Those are top of the line uh, in Europe. Yeah, uh, for sure. So Verratti, it's not this big superstar the way they said. And Cassano was right when he, when he quoted, when he 
quote, what, what do you think about Verratti? He was right, he said, Verratti cannot shoot the ball. It never takes the shot to the goalie. And there should be a reason for that. And then when he was questioned why, he says, because he doesn't know how. It's true. Verratti cannot shoot on the goal. That's the problem. I've never seen him taking a shot. It's a great playmaker, defensive midfielders. He gets into the offensive line from time to time. But as far as producing in terms of dangers for the goalkeeping of the other team, but, it's not uh, there. But, but Verratti is very valuable. If you if one of the midfielder goes down, who do you put? You know, you but put, I'm saying for a starter. You put Verratti. But for, for starter, we're talking about starting. Well, what do you do, Gaetano? As your starting midfield, I'll take a look if at everybody look is healthy, 100%. if everybody is healthy, yeah. you you go with the healthy players. But if a, if there's one of the midfielders is banked up, like Barella looks is is banked up, you put Verratti. Wait, so you wouldn't even though Locatelli has been arguably the best player for the Azzurri, you would sit him on the bench uh, and put Verratti over? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what no. I said. Oh, he said it will come in as a sub just to relieve the players. Right. I mean, oh, I okay, Verratti is going to play in the next game. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to play yeah, yeah, no matter sure. what. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's going to start. If he starts, I mean, somebody's banged up and he cannot go the whole game. If everybody's healthy, mm -hmm. he's going to come in to give some relief either to Locatelli or Barella or Giorgino, whoever needs a relief. I mean, why would you play the, the, the whole yeah. game? You know, you have five substitutions, you're winning the game. Let some, some of the uh, other players rest. Peter, how about you? Um, no, I think the same thing. Like, th there's a saying in Italian, right? Squadra che vince, non si tocca. Don't fix it if it's not broken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, obviously, this third game, there's going to be changes. Also, Rotation. it's good to be able to give these guys, some of these guys, a rest. Mm -hmm. It's a, a long road ahead. Um, but so far, the midfield has been amazing. I think Locatelli arguably is the, one of the best midfielder right now for for Italy. For you know, sure. I think he he's scored the two goals. The last game and he's able to read the game move the ball he's, he's done his job and and more so i would i would keep it as is and then have having a luxury because verati would be a luxury to be able to come in in the second half Absolutely. and even add a little because he has that ability to be feisty but also has the right amount of of elegance but i i guarantee you that uh, verati and chiesa they're gonna play yeah. in the next game yeah, Gattano, let me ask you something Gattano, let me ask you something verati before was a staple for the you know, uh, for the italian national team okay yeah. verati no team i mean no game will have started without verati oh verati verati everybody question oh we are verati now now verati is gonna have to just uh, fight for his job okay well, so, uh, with well, Mancini that's what I like uh, about Mancini well, look Mancini. what Barella did last year but, but Barella was one of the best midfielders last year and now Locatelli came through and yeah they but develop this is, but so. this is what I like about Mancini is that hey nobody nobody's got the, the, their position locked so you have to show me what you're capable to do and you have to fight for your position sure. nobody's a lock over here so uh, also, at any given time you can be subbed and you can be just benched uh, got a break because Verratti was hurt hmm. I think if Verratti was healthy he might have started he instead of started. For, yeah. instead of Locatelli 100%. and then Locatelli would have come in afterwards so sometimes you need a yeah you need Locatelli. a break and he got the break and he came through it's not easy when you get the opportunity you have to to perform and Locatelli, Berardi, they're performing, so don't touch him. You said it well, uh, and I just want to throw some stats. Just uh, <laughs> I want to praise Mancini, like he's done a complete uh, 360 since the Ventura era. I don't want to bring uh, even bring up Ventura, but the past 10 games that Zuri haven't conceded a single goal, which is spectacular. What do you have on the goalkeeping, Buffon still? It is Donnarumma. Oh, Donnarumma. Oh. Also, the defense, you gotta. It's Sorry. not just all about the goalkeeper for the clean sheets. Well, it's the Donnarumma, too. Donnarumma inspires a lot of security. No, 100%. That guy that likes it's like a, a fortress. It's like fort. a. Forget about the wall. That guy is a concrete structure. I'm, it's impossible. Too bad Milan couldn't hold on to him, though. Well, that's, that's okay, thing. Mike. I know you like the idea that it's going from Milan because. Uh, Why would might, I like that? Yeah, I, I know obviously that. want him in Serie yeah, okay. Why would I want him? All of those players. Let me just let me just give it to you. Locatelli came from AC Milan. And you guys got rid of Room is from us. From yeah, it's not that we, we didn't get rid of them. them we couldn't help. We can all, we cannot hold on them. It's the money, money uh, issue. Whatever, okay. well, whatever the case. But Manchester is doing incredible. Uh, no goals conceded the last ten games, and also he's on a record right now. He's one game from equalizing Vittorio Pozzo's record for that Zuri, which is thirty games unbeaten. So if they don't lose against tomorrow, they he will equalize that. Uh, then the game after that, if he stays unbeaten there, he will be the manager. Uh, 
of the century. Breaking the record. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, I guess you could say the century. Yeah, Mancini has done an amazing job. Well, and I think even incredible. what we saw also in the Switzerland game when Toloi came in, we changed the tactical formation, which is also good. When you know when you're gonna have to be able to play maybe different teams, you're gonna be able you can line up in a different way. Mm-hmm. Bonucci has experience playing with yeah, the three men with Conte, uh, Toloi obviously. And so when Toloi well. when Toloi came in, he went and played right full back, and uh, Di Lorenzo went and played uh, in front of him, right uh, in front of him, right right midfield. wing. So this mm. was the lineup mm-hmm. after when uh, Di Lorenzo was playing here. And Toloi was playing, so they changed it to four four two. Yeah, uh, yeah. Finish. No, no. So that that's that's also important. Like when you face different teams, you might have to show play in a different way. Um, and then Mancini, I, I mean, listen, the guy has experience winning in Italy, winning in England. You know, he's he's coached and managed top players. He, he I think, he has just enough. Uh, you know, as a manager. You you're not gonna you don't see these guys every day for for ten exactly. months. So you have to be able to give them little notes, little stuff, and manage them and make them make sure that the group is in, is is there. And he's done an amazing job so far. You know he has the pedigree. Whereas Ventura, if we're talking about Ventura. I'm sorry, he didn't ha- <laughs> he didn't have the pedigree. He's hey, only I'm, coached. I'm gonna throw a team. question for everybody over here on the table. Gatano, oh you number one. Do oh you think boy. that Mancini, when the, the 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 training session with Italy is done, or, may, or maybe when the the game is over, he tells, "Hey guys, when when you guys go play, back and play for your own team, I want to see you doing more of this." Because uh, don't you think he assigned some homework to some of them, or uh, some assignment, or uh, what do you think? He just uh, lives over there. I said, "Okay, just do it. When Go you up say your life." Some more of this. Do you mean like taking shots on goal or tactically? Tactically, yeah. He, w- he wants to say, "Hey, can you do? Can you try to do this when you play for uh, your coach?" I mean, or things? Like, I don't think. They, I mean, I'm not. Sh- it's not gonna <laughs> look. He's not gonna spell it out because he doesn't want to go against the other coach mentality. Yeah. But he might say to uh, to Berardi, for example, "Hey, Berardi, I want to see you to just go in and be more aggressive and uh, and take a shot on goal." I'm sure he you gives know, some tips. I'm sure. He gives so, do you, tips. what do you think, yeah. Gatano? Doesn't he? Uh, no, because. Uh, they might use uh, uh, a different uh, tactic. So mm-hmm. in in the law, the Sassuolo might not play the four three three. You know, mm-hmm. so the, his assignment might be a little bit different yeah. than um, uh, than in the national team. Uh, Chiesa, when he went in, uh, when Chiesa went in, Chiesa was playing here. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. because the Lorenzo. Yeah. Because the Lorenzo went here. Okay, and then Chiesa went in. Chiesa was playing here. Yeah, because with he was Immobile. playing Immobile. Yeah. Usually Chiesa does not play here. He plays Usually on the wing. He plays yeah. on the wing, mm-hmm. and then he goes down and he crosses because they play the the three five two. Mm. So, but uh, since he's a hustler, he's a runner. He can defend. He'll never stop. Uh, he'll never stop running. You know, Mancini gave him some time, and uh, so he adjusted uh, the uh, tactically. Okay, uh, I I want to throw another question at you guys before I finish up with Azzurri. Um, basically, we've seen we've obviously seen a bunch of games with the Euros. Uh, we've seen France; they got a draw against Hungary. We saw Scotland got a draw against England. Uh, Anto is gonna be on the same boat as yours before, but does this change like wh- how the tournament is gonna go out? Like, has your expectations changed for that Azzurri in terms of how far they can go based on the two games and seeing how these big dogs could be dropping points left and right? Or pretty much like the same expectation. I'm winning. I, I have Italy winning the campionat, the, the Euro, the Euro. So nothing changed for you, regardless. No. The so, so going forward, yeah, right. Okay, so if we go forward, can you see this? Yeah. Okay. So one A, which uh, Italy is in Group A. One A, uh, which we think is going to be Italy. Italy they're yeah. going to win. They're going to play with two C, and. 2C right now, it looks like it's between Ukraine and Austria. So if Italy wins that game, then they will play against 1B, which is Belgium. And then the third from A, D, E, or F. The varies. Which at this point, it could be anybody. But Belgium most likely. Belgium, so high C, you know, going forward and Italy against Belgium Mm -hmm. in the future. And what do you think about that? Okay, so... Italy against Belgium. I have seen some of the uh, the games now, yeah. and to me, the best team that I've seen so far is Belgium. I like them as okay. the best team. Uh, I I like Belgium and I like France. 
so that's going to be a really tough game. And I saw Belgium play the last game and De Bruyne, he came in in the second half. What a player. This guy is the best midfielder in the world, De Bruyne, for me. So uh, when he came in, they played the 4-3-3 with uh, Lukaku here. Hazard. Hazard and De Bruyne. But the thing is that, that I'd never seen before, these guys, they don't play 4-3-3, they don't play 4-2-3-1, they don't play 4-3-2-1. Uh, Once it comes to these three guys, these three guys are everywhere. I see the Bruin here, 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 I see Hazard here, Hazard here, Hazard here. When they score the goal, Lukaku went deep here mm -hmm. to get the ball, he had no chance. There was nothing going on. He had three defenders. He stayed here, stayed here, stayed here, stayed here. Went through, went back, went back. Guess what? Hazard was here. You know where the Bruin was? The Bruin was here. Huh. He came up, he came up, he came up, he came up. Boom, 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 boom. They cover here and he shot the goal. I had never seen these three guys. So I think ground. what uh, the coach tells them to the Bruin, you go wherever you want to go. Mm -hmm. There's no position for you. Yeah, but who they were playing, Gaetano? And, uh, and, and the playing? same thing against uh, uh, the yeah, same man. thing with Hazard. You know, they can they can go anywhere they want. And they are so creative and they're so good that uh, I like them really a lot. Now, Belgium in the past they they have always had great players, and I'm talk I'm not talking about Mertens. Mertens uh, mm. he went out in the second half. Uh, I'm not usually belt but right now i like uh i like what i see from belgium so you're saying that's gonna be uh that's gonna be the test for that Zuri yes. to go against uh, yes that's to gonna be, be the big if if italy wins against belgium we win the we win the, win the tournament we win the listen tournament. we are much better than belgium the th yeah the thing with that is we have a much better midfield than belgium our defense is very good that can really lock them down and chiellini you know, he played against Lukaku. He knows Bonucci played against Lukaku. Mm. They know these kinds of players. And Italy, I feel like, play a more compact role. And with that midfield, I just feel like Belgium aren't nimble enough to get that Zuri with that. But I, I obviously, Belgium are a top squad. And a lot of people have them favorites or dark horses for this tournament. So that, that's definitely going to be a really, really big test when uh, when Italy leave to the groups. P, uh, in terms of the... Uh, for the rest of the tournament, what do you have to say for that? What's your expectations Italy? for Italy? Yeah, have have they changed at all or? Um, no, I I mean I thought they were gonna go deep in the tournament. I don't necessarily see them as winners. I I have grown in my belief as the way that they've been playing. But at the same time, like Gaetano said, you gotta face a very good Belgium team. What do you think about that against Belgium? I think it's like any other game when you verse the top teams when they verse each other. You know, it's going to depend on the moments. It's going to depend on getting the goal or missing the goal. And, for example, Immobile, he had a couple of chances before he scored versus Switzerland. Maybe you get those chances versus Switzerland and you miss them. It's okay. You're still able to score. Versus Belgium, you might just get one or two. You got to yeah. put that ball away. So, I, you know, as a, you know, in the past, Italy defensively have always been sound. We know this. And I think we, we can match up defensively with the Belgium. But are we able to bring it to the next level? Are we able to maintain the style that we play versus a Switzerland and Turkey versus a Belgium? Or we change tactics, the, the approach to the game. Not necessarily change the tactics, but the approach to the game. Uh, and you have a Lukaku, who we all know, you know, with Inter, the guy is a one-man show. You know, when, when he's on, he's on. And then you have a guy like De Bruyne setting him up. It, it's, they're not, it's not easy. So that's why I always said Italy can go far, but... They have to make sure that you win games like like uh, versus Belgium. Yeah, Listen, awesome. let me tell you something. Yeah, you when it comes down to Belgium, all you have the, the guy that you have to take out of the game is De Bruyne. Okay, Lukaku is, is doable. If you take De Bruyne out of the game, let me tell you, if you take De Bruyne out of the game, you you, you take the heart of, of the team because he's the one. Even though he came on the second half uh, against Denmark, they were losing one nothing. Yeah. So they they got the game tied and then uh, some uh, circumstances, you know. Uh, their goals was eh, even though Gatano is very high on the it team. It was beautiful I goal. Know, no, the no, way no, it was set up. You need you need, you need uh, even some luck. It was a matter little deflection here and there. The De Bruyne's goal was no, a good goal. Yeah. The De Bruyne's goal was, was not a good goal, but the two them. one, the two one, the goal when they went up to one, eh, a little luck over there, you know. So, but anyway, let me just say something. We have we have much better goalkeeping. 
The defense. Courtois plays Real Madrid. So what? So what? Donnarumma plays AC Milan. Donnarumma is the best goalkeeper of the world. Donnarumma is the best goalkeeper of the world. Much better. Much better. Yes, much better. Much better. Much better. Come on. There is no. You can compare Donnarumma with Courtois. What the hell? Courtois has got Donnarumma. He's got nothing. Okay. Okay. So Donnarumma is much better than Courtois. Number one. Our defense is the only the only question mark. Our midfield by far is much better. You take De Bruyne out of the game. Belgium can just pack up and go. We have speed and we have a brain in the midfield. And I'm telling you, the same way we're talking about Belgium, they're talking about Italy. Oh, are they going to stop uh, Verratti? Are they going to stop Barella? Are they going to stop uh, Locatelli? Are they going to stop Berardi? It's a lot. We have a lot of weapons. So if they concentrate on one guy, another guy is going to get open. So if you, if you go into Insigne, two people on Insigne, uh, what's his name? Immobile is going to be o- open. If you go on Immobile, Insigne is going to be open. If you go on, on, on other one of those two, and then uh, uh, Berardi is going to be open. We have weapons at every level. Okay? Chiellini, as an idiot that is in my look, he can score a, a, on a corner kick. So, uh, you know, we have weapons that Belgium doesn't have it. Okay? You have a point. Yeah. Okay, Belgium has got a couple players. He's got De Bruyne, no, he's got Lukaku. And forget about it, Mertens. the Courtois. Mertens. Hazard. Ah, Mertens. We know already the way he plays. Okay? He scores. Ah, Mertens is good. Come on. No, Listen. Yeah. Hazard is there playing is good now. Yeah, Listen. Listen. The guy never played for uh, Real Madrid. I think he, he saved himself uh, I, for, uh, for the Euro. Because yeah, he played good. Hazard. But listen, good. the only adjustment, <laughs> the only adjustment that Mancini has to make is maybe put uh, uh, Bastoni on the, on, uh, over there and take Chiellini out and do not take a chance with Bonucci. Put the, the, the Lazio defender over there. That's it. Those two guys, if you take them out, to me, it's the winning, the winning uh, move that Mancini can make. No, if you, if Chiellini cannot play, I would put Bastoni mm-hmm. on Lukaku because he's Definitely. probably the one that knows him better than mm-hmm. him. They practice every day mm-hmm. for a year, every day together. Good so, point. you know, but I would put Bastoni on Lukaku. Even though he has Bastoni, even though he hasn't uh, featured a minute though, and it seems like Acerbi is he's, the favorite. He, he's he's going to play the next game. Mm-hmm. Bastoni is going to play. He's going to get some. T- Verratti, Chiesa, and Bastoni, I think, will see some t- playing time the next game. Listen, if we play Belgium and uh, let's say Barella goes through or, or uh, any one of the midfielder, we, we got Jorginho, we got Barella, we got uh, we got so much. How the hell are they going to pack? Those are all, those are all, <laughs> listen, those are all nasty bees that when they stung you, they're going to hurt you. So, Belgium's got two, three bees, two, three nasty bees. We have a lot of queen bees and when they stung you, those Come guys, uh, I like this analogy. when they stung you, they're going to hurt the, the you. Only, Believe me. I am very happy about Locatelli and Berardi, uh, but I'm not convinced. Uh, immobile and uh, especially uh, Insigne. Insigne has got to do more. I cannot get this guy. He's so creative and he's so... He can beat his man, and every time he gets the ball on the left wing, he goes right. back to the center. He gives a pass back. Can you take somebody on and go inside the area and create something? You do it when you play for Napoli. You got to do it with the national team. Bacatano, let me answer your question, because that's a good point that you made. But uh, you have the board before over there. Insigne has been doing that because the teams that we've been facing right now, they're mostly defensive team. But when you play with Belgium, Belgium is not going to be playing defense. It's going to have a lot more space to do what he wants I am you saying, to do. what you want him to when do. You so I think we're going to have a lot more space right there on the top one to do When you're one-on-one and you're on the edge of the penalty, go inside, beat the guy and go inside. Yeah. You know, do not go back... And keep going back. That's all I'm asking. No, you definitely have a point there. And Anto, you have a you have a good point. How Belgium's not going to be defending, so no. there's going to be a lot more space, especially mm-hmm. on those counterattacks. And we have those creative players like Insigne, mm-hmm. um, Berardi, you know, so on, Jorginho so on and, so on. and all the stuff. Exactly. Uh, I think we can match up. Oh, 100 percent. We can match up. Yeah, That's yeah, not the question. 100. But to say, oh, you know, we're ten times better than the Belgium. No, no. I matter. have a problem with what you just said. Belgium needs to match up with us. We have no, we we're not inferiors to Belgium. Okay. On the well, paper, I'm we're saying. not less than Belgium. Yeah. Belgium has to step up the game to be able to match the intensity that we have and the quality because we got a lot of quality on the midfield. The the the, the forward line, even though they're not real forward, what we have, they can take shot. Okay, everybody, every midfielder Lo, that we have, except Lo, Verratti. Lukaku, De Bruyne, and Hazard is better than Immobile, Insigne, and uh, What about the midfield? I'm not talking about the, the midfield, I'm talking about, about the three. forwards. The forwards, they are they're better than, than us. Yeah, the midfield, yeah, we're better. Okay. The midfielder, we're better. 
Defensively, we might be better yeah, too. Yeah, I think defensively. I think midfield defensively. is going to win but the game. Forward, midfield is going to win the game. Okay. No, but you you yeah, have to stop Lukaku, you mm-hmm. have to stop Hazard, and you have to stop De Bruyne. So if our defense can stop these three guys, we'll win the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. you said our best. Uh, very quickly, uh, we've seen Azuri play two games. Who is your best player within both games? Berardi. 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 Spinazzola for me. I think. To me, Berardi. No, you can, say, you can yeah. say. No, every we all talk about these left backs that are able to run up and down, up and down. To Tofasha. Hundred percent. This guy Spinazzola. Uh, for me, look at that. Amazing. Yeah, uh, P. I agree with you, Spinazzola. Hundred percent. He's he looked like a winger the past two yeah. days. He does everything defensively. Does everything in attack. He's always the one in the box, uh, making chances, uh, creating and stuff. Uh, see, and the only problem where a lot of people gambled with him, whether they want to get him, like Juventus were very close with him, uh, is his injury problems. But if he stays healthy, man, I feel like, and if he, if he has a good tournament, if he continues what he's doing now, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of people knocking on Roma's uh, door uh, for Spinazzola. But didn't you guys give up on Spinazzola? No, Juventus, Juventus had, had him. Juventus, Juventus, Juventus had him. Yeah. Inter was supposed to get him from Roma swap, when they did right? a swap with Politano yeah. and then I don't know if he failed the medical or then they, 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 they were afraid. Ex- they wanted extended, uh, extended, extended medical yeah. and they said no. And they, uh, Mourinho is not, Mourinho's not going to let him go. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, moving on from there, we all know that Zuri playing amazing. Anto thinks they're going to win the tournament. We're all on... Uh, High. We're, we're on a high. high. Exactly. We're all on a high for this Azzurri. But there's a couple of people that I'm going to say a couple of quotes oh. that don't have the same... <laughs> Don't see the same view as me. The f- wait, uh-huh. I'll read it. I'll read it. Read it. The, the first one is Patrick Vieira. He said, Italy lack intensity, and I don't think they have, they don't have, and I don't think they've been tested out yet. Gary Neville also said, once Italy play the better team, they won't have enough. So guys, those are, those are all chokers. They're, they're all Italian haters, and they, uh, so what, they prove them I wrong. heard what Neville said. Who was the other one? Patrick Vieira. Vieira. What did he say? Uh, Patrick Vieira said Italy lack intensity and I don't think they've been oh yeah I read that I read that so just for the record Patrick Vieira is an idiot thanks (laughs) okay hey by the way you idiot okay (laughs) this is Patrick Vieira is the guy that put Pirlo on the bench with NYCFC Uh okay what an idiot okay (laughs) and Patrick Vieira is the guy that he was winning a game with NYCFC 2-1 and there is 10 minutes to go, uh, 10, 12 minutes, maybe 15 minutes to go. He took out uh, Pirlo and he put a 17-year-old kid in midfield, at the center midfield. I mean, the guy lost the ball, they tied the game 2-2. I mean, it was not the kid's fault. I blame everything on Vieira because with the Tell last him. 10, 12 minutes to go, and you got you got Pirlo in the center midfield who does not has never lost a ball in his life, and you put a kid. It was 17 or 18 year old kid. I don't remember his name, and uh, they tied the game. So, to I have uh, as far as uh, as a player is a different. I'm I'm only talking about Viera as a coach. Hey Viera, you're Nucho Throne. Nucho Throne in Italian means you are a cucumber. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I said it in dialect, and now I'm gonna tell you. In, uh, I'm gonna translate it. Viera, Nucho Throne. Si proprio Nucho Throne. Viera, un citrone. Viera could not uh, accept that uh, Italy beat. Uh, yeah. He still has that in his mind. In the World right? Cup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stick uh, with NYC. He's watching a different game, by the yeah. way, because yeah, if yeah, you watch yeah. this, that's one thing that they hate. He's still That's thinking about. Don't lack. Wasn't he playing for Inter? This guy. He, he played for Juve and Milan. Oh, Milan. Yeah, yeah, not for Milan. Yes, he did. Yeah, he not did. Milan. Yes, he did. Get out of here. We're not yeah. taking Chitrons like that. <laughs> <laughs> he started in Milan. He did. Yeah. So ah. Ah. <laughs> uh, but guys, yeah, it seems like hopefully we can uh, quiet down the hate in the next uh, few matches, but maybe they, they are a little bit oh, bitter. Look at England. England ties yesterday. Exactly. 0-0 Scotland. with Scotland. They, Scotland. they have England. England. They got nothing. And France, France tied today 1-1. They got nothing. They played the better game. Hungary, yeah, they got nothing. Did, had their game. They scored first, and they were able yeah. to defend the the result. But these two guys, I don't know where you what, guys what created, game they're watching. You guys created a hype for this uh, England and no, France I mean, if you look and at Belgium. This other guy over here, <laughs> they got nothing. They got nothing. France has nothing. Just because Just they're playing alone. Listen to me. Listen, you're not listening. Just because some of their players, they were bought for a lot of money. Look, Neymar, 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 Neymar. What is he doing? Nothing. What does he do, he this guy here? America, he he does nothing. 
Ok? Benzema Nothing. scores goals. Ok? Mbappé Benzema. Oh, yeah. Against who? Uh, Against who? Champions uh, League teams. Good. Good. Okay, moving on from here. Ming Gaetano, before the podcast started, we we're actually talking about the handball rule and how it changes. Oh, uh, can we finish up with the, oh, the other team, France? Yeah. Finish up. Oh, yeah. 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 Just a, a quick uh, on uh, France. So, France oh, yeah. again plays also the 4 3 3. So, all the yeah. uh, Belgium and uh, Italy and uh, and France, they play the 4 3 3. And of course, they got Bappe. Bappe here. Uh, and they, Benzema on they the have middle. Benzema and they have Chrisman. So, Chrisman is the guy, I mean, he does a lot of work. He goes up and down, up and down. But <laughs> take the, it easy. And then, don't, don't forget that in front of the defense, Mane. they oh, got this guy Kante. that oh, is uh, called Kante, Kante. Kante which he, oh. he just won the Champions League, is very, very good. Oh, yeah. And they got another player that his name is Pogba. Uh, we know him well. We know him well. Let's not forget. <laughs> that he hasn't won I mean, the only weakling is Rabiot, mm. who's over Which here. he plays for Juventus. Uh, <laughs> that so tells he's you the only weakling. But when you're talking about Kante, Pogba, uh, Griezmann, Griezmann uh, Mbappe. Mbappe, Benzema, Griezmann, I mean, that is a lot there. It's not easy to stop these five sure. guys. So that's going to be tough, too. I think they're going to go very far in this tournament now how's the point is the ball going to get to them that's what the, our midfield is going to do he's going to make sure they're going to make sure that the ball never gets to them and if they get to it, them right? they're well, going to uh, be under uh, so much Kante pressure Kante is not uh, Kante yeah. is a midfielder Pogba is a midfielder I mean we know very how good. how valuable they are uh, sure. uh, your uh, coach uh, Conte wanted Why Kante. Really bad. He was really bad. Yeah, that he his coach wants everything. He knows how valuable Kante. this guy is. And Pogba, everybody wants Pogba right now. They're talking about PSG, Real Madrid, oh. Juventus, you know. So. Can I have something on what you just said? Some of those people that you just named, don't forget that they went very deep into the Champions League. So they're not 100% physically fit to play the full game. So even though you said, oh, they had time to rest after the Champions League, not that much. I'm telling you, it's not easy for you to be playing deep into Champions League. De Bruyne is one of them. He came out with his face totally messed up, fractured nose or whatever. So He's then, back, take it easy, Mike. What I'm He's saying back. is, what I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah. the juice that they're supposed to have. Let's say, they, they's not there. <laughs> the juice is not there, so they're not 100 juiced up. So their juice is about 75 percent. So it's mostly okay. more sugar. Metal yeah, sugar. no, it's water. It's, it's diluted. Water. It's got nothing. <laughs> so right, uh, go ahead. Let's uh, let's go. Okay, uh, I, I got your point. So yeah, yeah, so I was gonna say we all know that Zuri just need one point, uh, and so they can go first place with Wales. And me and Gaetano were talking about the handball rule of it changed for uh, for Euro 2020, uh, what it's gonna be. 2020 and was last year. No, Euro 2020 is what it's called. Uh, oh, Euro 2020? Yeah, oh, okay, Euro sorry. 2020, I must yeah. have been behind my uh, with my clock. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Gaetano, uh, you said you had it written down. Yeah, so I, I tried to read and catch up on this handball because yeah. we have seen it in the first games that we are playing. We, we have seen a lot of handballs and especially in the 45th minute of Italy against Turkey, I mean, everybody clean, thought very everybody thought that was a penalty. 100%. But okay, so the rule is accidental handball in the built-up to the goal will not be penalized at the Euro 2020. So if they think there is an accidental, so let's say in the Italy against uh, Turkey. Turkey. The guy was very close. I think it was Spinazzola. Was it Spinazzola? Yeah, so they made Spinazzola, the cross. I think yeah. it was him. So if the guy was very close, like I'm here and you're there, and I kicked the ball, and you had no idea that um, it was accidental, mm -hmm. that's not going to be called a, uh, a handball. Even if the ball has been going toward to the net? Uh, I will read farther. Um, no, it's not going to be called uh, a handball. The handball was updated. This is the updated that they did it just for 2020. Wow. So what is the new role? Um, it is a handball. It is a handball when you deliberately, so you intentionally uh, touch the ball with the arm or hand. For example, moving the hand or or, or, or the the arm towards the ball. So if you intentionally, Away from the body, right? yeah, if you intentionally see the ball and you go like this, you, yeah. there is intention. That's going to always be called. How do you know ball. not replay like that, Gatano? Whether it is intentional or so, non-intentional, it's still left to the interpretation of the referees or or the yeah. VAR people. I don't, yeah, I don't well, interpretation of the ref yeah. always. Yeah, well, yeah it's always about. I mean, against. Uh, but you had into more confusion against the inter against the inter against uh, Turkey. I mean, if you see that the 
I don't know if the players turned around and the ball hits him, you know, the, the, there was no intention for him. I mean, you know, when somebody for the most part, the ball and you go like yeah. that, it's intentionally. I mean, it's not easy, but th that's uh, that's the new rule. Also, strange, by the way. I don't know if you guys are. So like also, that one. it will be a handball if you touch the ball with the hand of the arm when it has made their body unnaturally bigger. So if it's not part of your natural yeah. motion, motion yeah, yeah. Uh, and you make your your uh, self bigger, you you right. So let's just your right, yourself out. right. Yeah. So let's say that there is a, a penalty from outside the area, yeah. and you see that the ball is going, and you you know you go like this, yeah. and you open your arm. That's making it bigger. That's making it bigger. Yeah. But if it's a part of your nut, you're running. And the guy crosses the ball, but it's part of your run. Or you're falling down, and you're like this. You're sliding. falling down, and you're sliding, and your hand is going down, and the ball hits you. You know, that's uh, that's not going to be called a handball. I just find it strange because, you know, all the leagues have it the opposite of this. And now all of a sudden this tournament where the players all used so, to are doing this. So, so, Rossetti, so Rossetti said, the way the law has been rewritten yeah. is more according to the spirit of the game. What, what, the game has a spirit now? <laughs> I, I really don't get it. And the freedom of play oh, football. So, I don't know, so when we were growing up, yeah. when we were growing up, and we were, and we were playing in the street, if oh. you intentionally touch the ball, it was a handball. But if you were playing and the ball hits you and you don't even know that the ball hits they you, we never called a handball. For the most part, this yeah. is, I'm talking about 50 years ago, you know, playing in the in streets. Sicily, right? Yes. <laughs> So uh, maybe they want to bring it back to the way you know we grew up. If it, there's the intention there too, but if you, I mean, I remember a handball with Delete in a game against oh, yeah. Holland. Yeah. The ball went up all he the way no, up. Yeah. He had no he idea where it was. He turned his head like this. He was looking. He thought that the ball went over there. The ball fell down and, and hit his hand. Yeah. That was a penalty. I mean, yeah. that, uh, that's that, a little that, bizarre. That, that, yeah, that oh, was. I, I mean, that I don't believe in that. And it's harsh too because a penalty. You know, there's a high percentage that you score. You're right. So, like, if there's no attempt, so something like that. We hopefully we gave you a little clarity on this yeah. uh, on the handball because there are a lot of people that don't know that the rule changed. Now, does it say anything about the goal score? Because Kellini's goal that he scored. Was I, that it hit his hand? So I think if I, I think if I remember correctly, it's if there's a goal. No, but I'm saying only when there's a goal score. Like even if it hits you unintentionally, and there's a goal score, and it's a direct link to the goal, mm -hmm. it's a handball. But this is see. I, what then? What is the interpretation? Direct. So like when he's when the the player that's that scores uses his hand. Yeah. I, mm. I, yeah, it, it is a little confusing because so, so many have moment. a different but Mike, let's say, Mike, let's say Chiellini touches the ball with his hands, he bounces on his arm, and then the ball goes to another Italian player, and the guy scores, it's a goal? No. So what the hell is going on? So this game, this rule is makes it more confusing than anything it, else. It does, it is, there's more confusing, Pete. I still do not rules. understand. So the intentionality... If so if you score in the opponent's goal... It is a handball. It is a handball, even yeah. if it's unintentional. Yeah, that, that's um, okay. So, wow. wait a moment. <laughs> so, even if I, even only if, if you dive as a goalkeeper, one that's second, intentional. One second, one second. So, he scores on the opponent in the opponent's goal. It's mm -hmm. a handball directly from their harm, even if it's accidental, mm -hmm. including ah. by the goalkeeper. Immediately after the ball has touched their harm, even if it's accidental. You see, because okay. that was Kellini. Yeah, Kellini yeah. got right. called for a handball where. You know, whatever is going in the mix like right. that, and he had the ball and right. scored. Wow! So that's uh, that's a handball. So are you you agree with this rule, Gaetano? Do you I, like I'm how this confused. going? I'm uh, confused. Uh, uh, that one, I'm not. I'm not. I I agree with the rest. This one, uh, it's a little up and down with some. Because Kellini, you know, if you go up and the ball hits your head, hits your chest, it goes down to your arm. You have no idea, and then yeah. it goes on the floor, and you score. You know, there was no intention whatsoever to to play with your hand. So. It's like there's an unfair advantage of the right, defender yeah. than to right. the strike. Right. That I might not agree with that. Yeah. So it's more confusing than anything else. Uh, do we all agree with that? I I don't understand. Well, they, Can you show me a game simulation? Get, get a soccer <laughs> ball, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Get a soccer ball and so, show me what, when it's intentional, when it's not intentional, and why. We're gonna simulation after, but uh, it's just to me, it's a waste. It's this is the, they're creating these new rules. Well, that's why they try to get rid of it. If you're like Serie A, 
Every handball, right. that first time. Every handball was a. And there was, was a so many penalties. penalties. I mean, so, if I am if the, I am two yeah. yards from you, from me and I'm there, and your hand is like this, and mm -hmm. I kick the ball on your hand, mm -hmm. is that a penalty? It shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Okay, but that's what they're saying. Yeah, it's saying yeah. it's not going to be but a penalty. Other thing, the Before other thing. it was a penalty. If your hands is away from your arm, from, no, from yes. your you're body. Standing like, you're standing like this, defending him. You know, uh, even if your hand is a little bit away, but if, the but ball, if you're so close, but listen, Gaetano, it's the same thing that happened in Italy against Turkey. Yeah, the guy shot the ball, but the guy was so close, even though his, arm, his hand no, was that. open, he was not but Gaetano, if I'm in front of you, you're taking the shot, and then you hit my hands, regardless if I, if I do involuntarily, and the, the, the shot direction was toward to the net, that's a handball. That's not a penalty. That's Why? <laughs> Why? Then because I don't I, get it. You just said it. I said if I kick the ball to your hand and we are so close, you said it was, that's not shouldn't be a penalty. We're talking about the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but you have this. Wait a moment. Enough. You take away the goal. Not, not, not if the ball is going inside, and then everybody's going to say, "Hey, uh, I didn't do it intentionally. I didn't do it intentionally." So what are you doing? An intentionality for you guys is you have to attempt to stop the ball. Accidental. If, if, if it's arm, accidental, like but you see, Pete, it's left well, to the, an interpretation. The, it's it's very confusing. Be like that. They're just trying, I guess, try to see something more natural. Hey, a you call a foul. It's up to the interpretation That's of the ref. True. Not every at, ref calls the same foul. At, at the end of the day, regardless of these rules, the ref gets a final say. So yeah. I feel like a lot of these don't really matter to that point. But I think we talked a lot about this handball rule. Uh, I think we can move on from. We almost talked more about this than that. I, I will be pissed if okay. somebody gets to win the European Championship no, on course. one of these interpretations. Yeah, that, okay, there thing. is something also about the VAR. They saying uh, it is confirmed uh, that the broadcasters will only show the final VAR. This is I'm talking about the offside. The mm. only final VAR lines for the offside call, rather than the process of reaching a judgment. Okay. Ah. So wow. they will only show you the final. No. And, and from what I heard, that the lines are actually thicker in this year. Oh, so uh -huh. it's a, so more could get away from it, basically. At, Based on what's favoring the, the, the style that they're using, yeah, favoring the defenders more. Technically, wow. so we need to be careful and we need to be clear. We need to follow the principle and the laws of the game, and we want to continue to use the VAR only for a clear an obvious mistake. Mm -hmm. So you'll go to the wife, it's, I mean, if you look at it 10 times and you don't know what it is, I think to me, you look for 30 seconds and if you cannot determine what it is, you leave the call. Yeah, it's got to be clear. Once exactly. you go to the VAR, it's got to be clear. Oh, okay. And if it's not? If it's not that clear, just leave it. I agree. Let it go. I agree with you. Uh, but yeah, moving on from here, we do first. firstly want to say our condolences to the family of Giampiero Boniperti, oh, yeah. who actually uh, passed away at the age of 92 due to heart problems. I do believe he was before your guys' time, right? No, I watched oh, him. You did watch uh, him? I, at the end of his career, I watched some of his uh, some of his playing, but he uh, was instrumental to many many players. Boniperti, I mean, Platini was playing for Juventus. Uh, Del Piero, he was but as one, a president, uh, as a president, yeah. Yes, but, as uh, a president, I saw uh, some of some of the movies yeah, as a about president. him between him and, uh, and another uh, couple guys over there, they made the history of Juventus. Uh, it was Boniperti, Norton, who else? Char it was, it was and Charles. Sivory. Uh, Sivory, yeah. Yeah, Sivory. Yeah, Sivory and Charles, right? The three of them. They wow. were just... Yeah, we, we, we witnessed him as three. a president. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, like we said, our condolences for that. Uh, but moving on from other stuff, we want to talk a little bit about the Mercato and what's going on. You know, the Mercato still hasn't opened up yet, but there are also some rumors, um, some things that happen, players moving, coach moving. Uh, we know, Anto, your favorite... Uh, a very good player that you said you wanted, Tomori. Milan officially signed him mm -hmm. until 2025 for 28 million. So some advantages of making Champions League, you, we obvi you obviously get some funds and stuff like that. Uh, him, Tomori, and Kier for next season, starting center backs for sure. I'll take them much better than Romagnoli. I was never high on Romagnoli from day one since we got him from Roma. Never high. 25 million dollar for me wasted. If we can get even 15 from this guy here, it'll be. Uh, well, you guys need a defender, right? You know, take take him. You're gonna you, replace Chiellini and Bonucci. You, you those you, two guys you are can done. You keep him. No, I'm giving to you as a present because we're friends. Uh, we got the league. Uh, you're friends. a friend. We got, we got the league and Demiral. What we're are you talking friends. about? I'll give it to you. Just give us, uh, give us uh, yeah. some rejection. Gaetano, you actually right. said in the beginning you didn't really watch Tomori, but when you actually started to see him play, you yeah. said he was a fantastic. Yeah, defender, yeah, he's right? good. He's good. Yeah. He's a very good player. Yeah, that was uh, that was the right move. For sure. Yeah, very good player. Can and we, also, mm. he's fast. 
I think in the modern game, if you have a fast center back that can read the game and play the way he did, I think it's a steal for $28 million. Mm. It's a very good price. It's We know it's a low market right now, but you know who knows, two, three years down the line, his value can go up and mm. could be a way to sell him or even have a very good defender on your books. Can we spend Romagnoli, the, yeah, yeah, no. you know, Romagnoli, unfortunately, since his time with Milan, he hasn't really been able to conquer his position. Um, and We're going to use it of, as a backup, Pete. Well, you know what? That could be good. No. Or even, listen, some some team in Italy, I would take a risk on Romagnoli. Obviously, it depends on how much, mm-hmm. but... No, since we'll take a risk. He, needs, Pete, he needs a change of. Uh, Pete, we're going to be in three competitions: the Coppa Italia, the Coppa yeah, Campione, so the Campionato. So we 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 need. And we, also, we're Kaya is not the youngest guy. Yeah, number one, number one. Hey, listen, can we spend few ta- a few words because I've been reading about the Fiorentina, the debacle uh, with the. I was going to bring that up. Oh, you do? Actually. Okay, Mike, go ahead. Yeah, so I was going to say uh, for hun- for Tomori, Milan, great job. That guy, I don't know how quickly he adapted to Serie A, but phenomenal business and for the most part, pretty cheap for you know for what players are going for th- these days. So huge step up. And I'm excited to see how Milan do it next season. Um, now, Ando, like you were saying, the, this whole Fiorentina, what's been going on with them? We knew Gattuso signed with them uh, about a week ago, and uh, it seems like it's over now. Well, it doesn't seem like it is over now. Apparently, there's some disagreements with the Mercato mm. and uh, what players wanted to come and what players wanted to go, and they ended up ending that agreement. It seemed like Gattuso was going to go to Tottenham Hotspur. He seemed like very close, but that ended up ending also. And now Fiorentina are left out without a coach. And they are actually looking out Vincenzo Italiano, the coach that kept Spezia, the only Serie B, uh, newcoming Serie B team, staying in Serie A. And a lot of people been praising him. And, you know, so B, he's, uh, he's been incredible with the players he had. The lowest amount of spending uh, budget in the Mercato. And he managed to play some beautiful football with most, mostly Serie B uh, players, we could say. I think, first of all, this is an incredible thing if Fiorentina can get Italiano. Even though Italiano actually signed an extension uh, with Spezia. So they're, ending, uh, they're looking for um, a way to end that contract and uh, stay with Fiorentina. Well, guys, uh, so no that, chance I mean, for Gattuso still to to uh, to to uh, no. cement his position with Fiorentina. No, 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 no it's, it's, that's it's over. done. It's totally. Yes, oh, yeah, it's totally over now. Italiano is the front runner to become the next coach, and, and I think Italiano is gonna be uh, will be great if they do secure him. I feel so bad. I was so happy that yeah. Gattuso joined uh, with uh, Joe. Actually, it was so funny because uh, we finished to play a game. Uh, I think it was a Saturday or Sunday, and me and my friend Nicola Giordano we went to get some uh, 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 an espresso and. Uh, and uh, a croissant from uh, Villa Bate. Joe was coming out from the from the pastry shop with his wife, and uh, you know we spent a few minutes talking here and there. I congratulate him about Gattuso, and the next thing you know, Gattuso yeah. is no longer uh, going to be the coach of Fiorentina. So, uh, so uh, you know, from time to time, uh, who, the, who do you blame on, on on a thing like that? So maybe maybe the demand of Gattuso was uh, was over the top that uh, maybe they couldn't uh, really uh, you know uh, face or uh, or. Uh, you know, make his, uh, his demand, uh, uh, you know, concrete. What's the, you, what do you think? Usually, usually uh, what happens is that they do not agree on the salary. But in this case, they did agree on the salaries because he, uh, he went to Fiorentina. The other thing that I could think is uh, a coach is made by the players. Depending on how good your players are, the coach, that helps the coach a lot. So mm-hmm. he probably demanded some players and those players, uh, maybe they cost too much money or there were too many players. And uh, I guess at that point, they said, listen, you go your way uh, and I'll go my way. Mm. I think that's what, to me, that's what happened. And in terms of uh, Italiano, what do you think about In terms of Italiano, I don't think Spezia is going to let him go because he did very well with Spezia. So I would be surprised if Spezia lets him go. What is left after that? They're talking about... Um, Ranieri. Ranieri. He, he could do well. You know, he did well in Sampdoria. Mm-hmm. I mean, he brought him... Uh, it was top 10. Oh, yeah. Ranieri, yeah. I think. Yeah, Ranieri, I think, is good. Sampdoria was in bad shape when Fonseca they took over. Fonseca and Rudy Garcia are the other... Well, uh, Fonseca, I liked him all the time. Uh, um, from when he was in Rome, I always talked good about Fonseca. Rudy Garcia... There was a time where Roma was really playing soccer. It was an entertainment soccer. Rudy was there. Uh, and then, I don't know what happened. Things went downhill. So I would stay away from Rudy. Uh, if I was, uh, I, I would be between uh, Ranieri and Fonseca. Mm. Mm. Unless you could get Italiano. They're then cheap. Those, they're not a cheap uh, Then I would cheap get Italiano if I can. Yeah, for sure. Mm. 
I I think the biggest thing uh, going back to Fiorentina is the the manner in which it happens because this was supposed to be a year where okay whatever happened last year and COVID and blah 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 we need to build but for the better and then you get already the environment in Fiorentina the fans aren't so happy with all the situation that's mm-hmm. going on and and so on and so forth you sign a coach you get Gattuso you get your guy and then 20 days later you know things fall apart so there was a lack of communication i guess from what was demanded and said when gattuso came in to um you know what happened now that being said fiorentina now you have to look for a coach there are some suitable options italiano i think is a good coach is he a guarantee that's another thing you know whereas gattuso at least for the last couple of years you've seen you know progress in the, in the way he plays and the way he commands the locker room more importantly and how he manages his players I like Italiano um, for what he's done with Spezia but sometimes you do need that one more year to see something and and yeah. you know Pirlo is available yeah I don't know about Pirlo but Ranier, <laughs> you, you, why are you laughing Mike it's, it's funny how you said it no but what I, what I was going at is it's a very hostile environment right now so that that's why for me why I'm thinking Italiano might not be right because he doesn't have that experience. Ranieri, you know, has a lot of experience. I think he's a very charismatic coach. Mm. He doesn't play great football. Let's put it that way. He gets the results, team, but he gets the results yeah. he, with a Sampdoria team that wasn't the greatest. He, 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 yeah, you know, kept them out of any relegation zone for sure this whole year. The table. So he knows how to play. The His politics. Right. He knows how to play yeah, with the he, he knows the tactics. He knows, he knows tactics. Uh, right. If he plays against a team, he, he will put the exactly. right uh, players in the right position. And I he's not going to make crazy demands. I think you know, as far as players who he wants in and who he wants out. No, I out. think his demand is more money. Maybe okay, more because money that's why he left. Uh, that's mm-hmm. why he left Sampdoria. You know, guys, he wanted more money. Guys, I'm going to go on a limb, and this is a question for you because you know this guy here much better than me and than anybody else in this room over here. If I were Joe Barone and Comiso, you have something that uh, you you lived with for uh, a bunch of years and he has proven to be a great, great coach. His name is Giovanni Savarese. Okay? <laughs> He's coaching mm-hmm. Portland. Let me tell you. Just let me finish, please. You don't laugh. I don't do Giovanni <laughs> Savarese so far has proven that he has taken a team all the time to the end. Very close to win. He won most of the time that he wasn't with the Cosmos. He won in Portland. And he's a guy that uh, just because he's coaching in the United States, that doesn't mean that he doesn't, uh, you know, you, you give an opportunity to a young coach like that. The guy, he will have Joe Barone's attention. He will work very well with Joe Barone. The best friends. They know each other for a long time. I'm sure any difference, they're going to work difference out. I will just give it a shot. That's what I'm saying. I'm going on a limb. For me, for me, if you give, if you give, what's his name, uh, Savarese, a couple million dollars instead of spending yeah, a couple six million, million. <laughs> seven million here, six million there, three million there, because you, you've been hiring and firing a bunch of coaches. You want up still paying them. So if you get Giovanni Savarese a couple million dollars, you made him sign, or even one and a half million dollars for three years, or give him five million for three years, you get <laughs> Giovanni Savarese. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, Giovanni Savarese is going to prove everybody's wrong. Giovanni, if you look into this podcast, please uh, uh, put a, a like and subscribe because I know how <laughs> to do it, and uh, call us back because we can try to to talk to Joe. Uh, what do you think, Gatano? I, I think for uh, Giovanni, uh, I agree with you. Every time he took a team, uh, he goes to the final or he wins the championship. Uh, but uh, like he said, in Fiorentina, uh, you lose three, four games uh, and it's goodbye, Charlie. I think for Giovanni, if I, if I, w- I would rather go to a team maybe that uh, came up from Serie B you know and put him there that Less there's expectation right yeah there's not that pressure that you have to win every uh, you know every game and maybe there you have more time to uh because you need time to uh, express yourself to the players and the players have to buy what you're selling mm-hmm. and in in a team like Fiorentina maybe the fans they would um, you know you uh, like uh, you know they would not approve on you getting why? somebody from the MLS just right. the idea right. of getting somebody from I America I think but if you were to go in a team like uh, that came up 
yeah. and then like Italiano did mm-hmm. something like Italiano you know he, he went to Spezia and you know he did very well and he kept them in Serie A I think that would be his uh, his objective was you know would be to keep the team in Serie A mm. I think as a first uh, experience you know what then, then, once, then yeah. once you you know you've been there uh, and, and like now, look at Italiano. Now Italiano has been. Uh, he, 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 they, they're, they're at, a lot of top teams, Verona. Right, they all, right. you know, Jurich, You know things like that. Now everybody, they, they, there's a demand for Jurich for Italiano. Um, so I think that's the way. If I were, you know, ten years ago, nobody knew who Deserbi was. Nobody knew who, uh, right. uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, all of those young coaches that now they're leaving they're yeah. li- no Gasparini well, we all knew what he was but he went but, so, uh, but he, he did it with Sassuolo yeah but uh, uh, team said, from Serie B that came up okay and then let me put it this way to you so it would be better if Savarese starts with the Serie B or Serie C and then it comes up to Serie A and said hey listen I've proven myself I brought a team from Serie B to Serie A and then and then Fiorentina can give him a chance because uh, well, uh, if, at some point you have to start from if somewhere if you go in Serie B the uh, project has to be to bring the team to Serie A. Mm-hmm. Not all, not every Serie B team has yeah, a project, budget, right, yeah. to go to Serie A. Yeah. You have to have the the ownership that says, "Hey, we want to bring this team," so that you have somebody behind backing you up to get the players that you want. What about Matrizetta? Matrizetta, they have a spectacular coach. His name is Scudini. I've been following this guy here up. He's very mm-hmm. good. I said, uh, let's say uh, he, he makes he wants to make a step up. He puts uh, Giovanni Savarese next to Cudini uh, or or he gives Cudini. You know, no. What I'm saying is, at some point, Savarese is going to start in the Italian Championship. Whether it's going to be Serie B or Serie C or Serie A, I like to see Giovanni Savarese involved yeah. with uh, with Italian uh, with the Campionato mm-hmm. Italiano. So that, that might be in the future. You know, that uh, might be something he's in young, the future. He's smart and he has proven himself already. What, what more does he, does he have to do? Right. Okay. So uh, we, I'm high on Giovanni Savarese. So I'm sorry about you guys, but I'm very high on him. And uh, it's not about being high on anyone. It's about understanding the league, and and also the like. Gaetano said the project. You go to a Fiorentina where right now there's fans with pitchforks outside. <laughs> you don't want to be thrown in the in the fire like that. You gotta if you gotta make the the right decision as a right. coach. You right. have to find the right project for you. Right, and somebody's gotta believe in you 100. Mm-hmm. percent If there's one ounce of doubt, then it's not worth going because the next, like Gaetano said, three games that you lose, they'll they'll be on top of you. Right. Mm. Uh, yeah, you guys said it right. Uh, just f- to finish up uh, with a couple last transfers over here. There's some rumors that uh, Sari, who we all know is at Lazio right now, he wants Torreira, who's uh, at Atletico from Arsenal. He's on loan over there. He could be going over there, and the swap deal could be uh, Joaquin Correa could be a swap deal. And I think this would be incredible. With who? Correa. The striker. For Torreira? No. No, first of all, Correa is very streaky. No, he had a bad no, no. season. And Torreira, uh, Torreira, I feel like he, he could be a very good Sari player, plays that good. Yeah? Yeah, I, I think so. A nice no, defensive playmaker. Enough. I think no. it's a nice defense. Correa is much better. Correa is much no, better Correa, by far. Correa has, has so streaky. You never know when he's going to be good or not. But I, I Correa is more offensive. He's an offensive. He's a striker. Torreira is more defensive. Yeah, he's a defensive. Yeah, that's why it's a, two different positions. But I feel like that, that could be a good surprise. And I'm just so excited for Lazio uh, next season because I think Sadi could really do some wonders over there. Mm. And uh, last bit of news from Inter, actually. Um, this one is for the latest offer for Hakim. You all know Inter have to make up some money, eighty two hundred million, and the offer for eighty million, eighty million. There's two hundred million. They're saying uh, in that vicinity. Eighty to two hundred million. No, eighty to one hundred million. Eighty to one hundred million. That's what that's what the reports are saying. And Sky, <laughs> oh, and Sky is actually saying that um, there there has been an offer. For Hakimi, 60 million euros for this one. Plus, it's not worth it. Plus, plus Marcos, Marcos Alonso, Alonso, which is a left wing back who Inter could actually use, which I feel like is a. From a Chelsea? Pretty, from yeah. Chelsea, which is, I think, is a very good deal. I would think. Peter, as an Interista, what do you think about that? Uh, it's a that? decent deal, but you you wait a little bit more because you have two teams. That's that true. Yeah, PSG is also PSG uh, and Chelsea and who, who spend ridiculous money. They'll they'll bid each other out. But getting a quality player like that too, I feel like that yeah. can make uh sure. make the agreement happen because Inter needed a, uh, someone on the left flank for how many years now? You know. 
Yeah, did but it, we did also it, need somebody on the right, and we're losing. No, no, a that's top true one. too. But at least you get one. Get did they see Milan? Money. Did they see Milan buy uh, uh, Giroud? Yes or not? No, no, no. no oh no. crap! Yeah, maybe we're still happen. waiting for Icardi and Banda. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, they see Milan might be uh, might be. I got a, I got a good player for you. Yeah, good. Give it to me, please. Sergio Ramos. <laughs> I'll take him. I'll take him. His son you, is gonna be through the. Through you go. You gonna play in the Champions League? Absolutely, I'll take him. You can use his experience. The guys won many Champions I'll League. I'll take him. I can't see him there. I can't. I'll take him. Sure. I, I mean, with... Uh, that guy is, is going to teach the people how to play defense. That guy is one of the top defenders of the world. I will take Sancho Ramos. And he's nasty once we be nasty too. And he scores goals. And he scores and he too. Scores. I just can't see him. If I, if, I was, uh, nice. if I was AC Milan, uh, I would... Definitely. Uh, I would. You don't think his salary is going to be crazy? I don't think so. As a free well, transfer, I don't think so. How many offers uh, does he have? Maybe four million, uh, five million a year. Give him a couple of years. No, how of many five offers million. does he have from other teams? I haven't looked. I mean, into the it, you sure got to look at the top teams. Uh, if they have that position, Juventus doesn't need it because they're in that position they're pretty good. I'm sure PSG could always go for um, it. PSG. PSG looking, nah. I mean, Chelsea is pretty good in that position. Liverpool is pretty good in that position. AC Milan. PSG. Definitely. Well, they have Paredes or, no. or Marquinhos. Mar Marquinhos. Bepe, Kimbepe, and Marquinhos. Marquinhos. I mean, they're pretty good. So, you know, there's not too many teams. Uh, I think AC Milan would mm -hmm. be the right oh, fit definitely. for him. That'd be nice, but I just, I don't know. I Listen, see the Maldini, uh, Maldini. It was just a thought. No, no it's not a bad idea. AC Milan and Real Madrid, they always had a lot, a lot, a lot of very good uh, yeah. relationship during the past. Yeah. And while Berlusconi and Galliani were over yeah. there and uh, with yeah. this guy here, the ownership uh, there were, there were a lot of transfers yeah, between so, AC uh, Milan and Real Madrid. So uh, I remember, that I, I can have, you, you, you named Sergio Ramos. Uh, this guy here has won Ancelotti, that Champions League with uh, the header over there, that uh, uh, it was almost over. Atletico was was oh, almost, yeah, uh, was true. And then this Sergio Ramos came through, boom. Was, I think seconds before the game was over. And uh, yeah. and uh, No, he scores goals. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean... Uh, He's a leader. I know he's he, gets a leader. A lot of, he used to get a lot of red cards in the past, but I think late, the better. last few years he got he's much better. And, you know, he won three in a row with Zidane. I mean, the guy's a leader, he's a fighter, mm -hmm. he's a winner. So he won everything as oh, a player. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, four or five Champions League, four, four he, Champions League. He won League. everything. Europa. Copa del Rey, Copa Europa. Copa del Rey. Yeah, I, th I think he won the Intercontinental Cup, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I think. I mean, how old, how old is he? He's thirty-five. Thirty-five. He might have two a, years. He might have a two years. I mean, he depending on, uh, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he might have two mm -hmm. years left. And hey, you, Sergio, you if you're looking, uh, bien aquí. Uh, nosotros estamos aspettando. How do you say that? Esperando. Esperando. Nosotros estamos esperando. Aquí a la uh, IFTV, <laughs> la catena <laughs> del Europeo Mundial. <laughs> oh, Anthony, that was impeccable smell. Yeah, oh, I'm good. telling you, so you got the old package. This, go to Milan, right? Yeah, cheap come too, to right? AC Milan, I'll, uh, I'll call Maldini, I'll make a deal for you. <laughs> we'll interview. Yeah. Exactly, for sure. But guys, I don't know if you had anything else to add, but I feel like we covered anything. That Zuri just need a point tomorrow against Wales, and they secure top spot. And from there, we'll see between Austria and Ukraine who will who they'll Forza play. Zuri. Yes. Forza Zuri, uh, incredible, incredible start by that Zuri. I think anything can happen now. Uh, I think Ukraine. Uh, I think Ukraine is gonna do it. And, Maybe uh, just uh, Forza Christian, right for Ericsson. Oh yeah, that's right. Who, uh, right. Game Sad. prediction for tomorrow. What do you think? So he. Uh, Catano, game prediction for tomorrow. How much? Two nothing. Two nothing. How about you? Uh, three one. Three one. Two one. Uh, two one. I say two zero because we are not gonna play uh, to kill ourselves. Just gonna <laughs> move the ball, score two goals. I said two zero. <laughs> oh, two nothing. You said then I have to go. Uh, I three three for three. Three. Three no, I cannot. I cannot match this guy. I gotta. I have to have something. Yeah, you, you, went, you went three nothing. So three nothing. Three nothing again. Three nothing again. Three nothing. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for watching and Forza Azzurri.